Welcome to 1111, which is a segment from my podcast where I talk about a topic for 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Today's topic is actually about love because um, I'm starting my new book, I think for June, well, like today and tomorrow and then June, All About Love by Bell Hooks. Um, I'm very excited about this book. So far, I've read like two pages and it's mostly about, you know, from those two pages that I read, it's about her love and how she never really received love from her dad. And I was like, twins. I was like, twins. Um, Not necessarily like I do have a dad, but like he's literally just a dad. Like there's really nothing special about him. And especially so like I feel okay, not to get very binary here, but you know, usually sons and dads are like, you know, um, the only memory that I have from my dad from like my childhood is him trying to get me into soccer and me being like, soccer, nor like I'm an artsy fartsy type of kid. Like I like, okay, I used to play with my sister's Barbies. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, well, soccer's not my vibe, dog. Like, that's a little crazy. So, you know, that's like the only thing that I remember my dad trying to do with me. And I don't know if that, like, just kind of, you know, it was just him being like, well, you know, but that's kind of like, I'm like, okay. So I'm very interested to see how this book gets. Um, And it's made me very emotional because, as you know, I got in a fight with my mommy last weekend uh, because I went out and I went past my curfew. And, you know, it obviously caused a lot of, like, friction with, you know, between her and I. And... The biggest thing for me is I really want to resolve, you know, my relationship with my mother. It's very important to me. I don't know if it's just, you know, my mommy issues. I don't know if it's just me being a mommy's boy. But the relationship that I have with my mom is incredibly important with me. Um, And although I do piss her off and she pisses me off too, it's very mutual. I hold her in such a high regard that my like i realized as i was like scripting this or as i was you know jotting down some ideas my mom was my first love and i think i don't think i'm the first person i don't think i'm the only person i don't think i'm gonna be the last person but my mommy is like a person that's really special to me and yesterday um her and i hadn't talked haven't her and i didn't talk for a while like three days and we were we were just avoiding each other, you know. I, I think one that's a little important, you know, if we're both pissed off and we have a conversation, it's not really gonna go anywhere because we're just, you know, pissed off and the water's boiled and you know, you can't really see clearly. But I read this post saying how we only have one mom in our life. Well, obviously, you know, I feel like being queer, uh chosen family is very important and you know, whatever. But in my situation, I only have one mom and my mom is fairly old so and sick so for me reading that and it kept saying how like once she's gone you're in charge of yourself you're in charge of cooking you're in charge of obviously you know what i mean but you're in charge of like all of these things that your mom does for you that you take for granted no one's going to do these things for you and it really like made me very emotional so i went downstairs and i okay so had a conversation with my mom not about the topic not at all we just talked about her pills (laughs) 
So, you know, we're getting somewhere, you know, today she talked to me. It was very nice. We had dinner. Um, I, you know, I try to make this time to have dinner with her and my dad and, you know, my brothers and stuff like that, whatever. And it was really cute. And I realized that love is a very big thing in my family. Uh, my mom raised us with so much love for each other that all of our, my seven siblings were all extremely close. And I think it's because of love. Although, you know, they all kind of do share the same common morals of like queer stuff. <laughs> I am a little, the little oddball out, which not necessarily odd, but you know what I mean? I'm the black, quote unquote, black sheep of the family. But we're still very, very close. When in situations like this in certain religions, the family kind of has to diso disassociate and kind of stop talking to the little, you know, the quote unquote black sheep or the different person who doesn't necessarily tie with what they believe in. And I find that because it's love. And I find that's the center. The center is always love. And anything that we do, I feel like love is always the center in anything. Yesterday, I did this meditation talking about our center, how we should always try to go back to our center, how whatever situation it is, always go back to your center. And for me, it's love. It's what can I learn from this? It's, you know, I, I love the mantra of like, do not rush the process. Do not, you know, rush anything because everything grows at its own pace. Flowers, trees, plants, you know, uh, whatever it is, everything grows at its own pace. So we, we, I feel like, you know, not rushing existence and just loving whatever situation it is, even if it's a horrible situation, I found that going back to our center allows you to really view the situation in a whole different light. And, you know, allowing time to really pass between all of these conflicts that I've had with my mother has really allowed me to really value her and to really appreciate her. And I think it's a, it's a very important thing that I've found <laughs> with my mother. And I think it's a very, um, I'm trying not to cry. Uh, I think it's a very, you know, like, yay. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's very difficult when you have, you shared a lot of different things that your mom doesn't necessarily agree with. But you also see like, oh, my mommy also loves me to the point where no matter what, she always still supports me. She always stills, you know, she gives me the benefit of the doubt and she allows me to be me. And not a lot of people get that, especially Mexicans, first generations, queer, agnostic people at that. And it makes me really emotional. And, it, you know, it makes me very grateful that I have that opportunity. And when in situations where I, you know, can sometimes flake and sometimes not hang out with my friends because of my mother's restrictions, I get very annoyed. I get very pissed off. But in a way, I'm like, my mommy loves me. And in you know, I do have to make memories and I had, I do have to set my boundary because I am 20 years old, like whatever. But I'm like, I don't have her forever. Like she's going to be gone by the time I probably have children. 
So I'm like, I'm sorry if I piss off any of my friends, but my mommy will be first before you because she was there when I didn't have anybody. And it's like, just be very appreciative of what you have because not a lot of people have mothers. I almost didn't have a mother. So, you know, it's kind of, it's very important to realize what you do have. And although it's very messed up, just try to look at the best of things. Try to look at, okay, what is actually good there? And my mother can be whatever, she, you know, but she ha- she's one of the kindest human beings on earth. She will take off her shoes for you. And, you know, it shows how much she has loved because no matter what she has gone through, she's always survived. And I feel like that is a divine flow and a divine energy that she carries. So I'm like, okay, how do how do I show me being appreciative? And I think for me, the best way to show my mom that I'm grateful is, you know, kind of listening to her, but also allowing her to vent to me because she is very, 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 very harmed from such a young age mentally. And allowing her to explain to talk to me we've had like one of the most beautiful conversations ever about her childhood and her own mother and it makes me understand her a lot more so you know try to understand the people that are constantly irritating you especially your parents or grandparents or guardians and and put yourself in their shoes and i feel like it's made me be able to understand them a lot more and and it's allowed me to not carry anger with me. It's allowed me to carry love and carry, you know, in a way, be the bigger person and actually really love. And I think it all just comes back to love. Like, I love my mother so much that I'm able to put a lot of things to the side and say, okay, let's look at the good things and let me love you for that. And I think she does the same with me. And I think that's a beautiful thing that we have. And I feel like if we are able to do that with a lot of humans, everyone around us, we would create such a beautiful place and such a beautiful energy. But, you know, that was just my little episode about mommies. I just, I just love my mommy. (laughs) And I feel like being a Latino, like, I don't know, like moms are just very special, like, at least to me. But, hey, if, you know, chosen family is also very important. And just just love everybody. And if, you have, if you're fighting with your mom, go talk to her. Apologize. She's not going to be here forever. Love you. Bye. Hey, bae. Um, today's episode is about love. And especially me and my mommy. <laughs> um, but I cry a little bit. But first, let's listen to my sponsor. Bye. Love you.